The mystery and the miracle of the birth of Christ was the fulfillment of the promise that God would be with his people. The very name Emmanuel means God with us, and Jesus Christ is our Emmanuel. In this study, Scott Pauley reminds us of our ever-present Savior, God with us. What a marvelous time we have had walking through the Bible. Uh, From Genesis to Revelation today, uh, finding this divine emphasis of the Lord with his people, God with us. Uh, It's a reminder of the mercy of God, that God's greatest uh, desire is to be with us. That's amazing, isn't it? And it's also a reminder of the majesty of God that our greatest delight in eternity will be to be with him. We come literally, very literally, to the end of the Bible today, to Revelation chapter 21, this description of the new heaven, the new earth, the new Jerusalem. Listen to the opening verses. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. In the verses that follow, he describes more about the place. But don't miss this. It's not about the place. It's about the person. We're not just going somewhere. We're going to be with someone. Do you remember what Jesus said in John chapter 14? I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Yes, there's a new earth and a new heaven and a new Jerusalem. But it's all revolving around the eternal, ever-present God. And the greatest joy of eternity is that we're going to be with him. We're going to see him as he is. We're going to be like him. We're going to sit with him. We're going to serve him. We're going to be with God. In fact, I would mark in Revelation 21 and verse number 3, three times it says it, God is with men, with them, with them. The great thrill of eternity, the great joy of heaven, is not going to be the walls of jasper and the gates of pearl and the street of gold and all the things that people want to talk about. No, the great thrill there. It's going to be his presence. We're going to enjoy him. Every good thing flows from him and then leads you right back to him. So everything revolves. Somebody said, what's the city center there? What's the the town square in glory? Oh, it'll be the Lord, the Lord's throne, God in the midst of his people. In fact, if you turn one page over in your Bible, Revelation chapter 22 And verse number 3 says, There shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Literally, in the middle of it all will be the Lord. Everything revolving around him. Why? Because that's what God intended from the very beginning. If you back all the way up to the beginning of our study, uh, Genesis, what do we find? God with his people in the garden. Well, friend, there's a, a, there's a new garden being prepared, and what a garden it's going to be, and nothing evil is ever going to slip in there. No serpent's ever going to slip in there. No sin. Uh, you'll never have to leave there like Adam and Eve had to leave their garden. 
interesting, isn't it, that when you come to the end of the Bible, we're really coming full circle back to God's original intent, this divine design to be with his people. And then the children of Israel, God came to be with them in the tabernacle. Remember, and then the temple. Well, listen to the wording again of Revelation 21, verse number 3. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Uh, this is going to be an eternal uh, revelation of God's glory among his people. The Lord Jesus Christ came to earth. Why did he come? Emmanuel, God with us. He called his first disciples. Read Mark chapter 3. What was the first thing he did with them? He called 12 to be with him. That's the very first thing it says of the disciples. Not what they did, uh, not what he taught them, just to be with him. The greatest joy uh, throughout time will be our great joy in eternity. What is it? That we get to be with the Lord and that the Lord is going to be with us. Let me give you an amazing cross-reference. May I, from the book of Ezekiel, now there's a place in the Bible we don't go often, uh, but it's full of rich truth. In fact, much in Ezekiel is a great parallel to the book of Revelation. The last verse, it'll be easy to find in your Bible, it's Ezekiel 48, verse 35, describing the city where we're going to dwell. The Bible says it was round about 18,000 measures, and the name of the city from that day shall be, The Lord is there. I love that. Don't you love that? Say that out loud with me, would you please? The Lord is there. What will make heaven heaven? The Lord is there. What will make eternity wonderful? The Lord is there. Uh, what will make our, our future residence, our forwarding address, such a splendid place? The Lord is there. And I have good news for you. The Lord who will be there is with us right now. I've said often, you can't beat being a believer. You can't beat being a Christian. The Lord comes to be with you now and then takes you to be with him for all eternity. That sounds like a pretty good deal to me. And so I want to ask you a couple questions today. First of all, are you going to be there? Are you going to be with us in the place where, where God himself will be for all eternity? There's only one way for that to happen, and that is you have to put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. There is no other way. Jesus himself said, John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So if you want to go to heaven, if you want to be with him, you must come to the only door. There's one gate to that city, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you come to Jesus today? Right where you are, would you bow your heart before the Lord? Would you say to the Lord, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner? Lord, I cannot save myself and no one else can save me. But I know that's why Jesus came. Save me for Jesus' sake. Would you believe today that Christ died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead so that you could have eternal life, so that God himself could come to live in your heart and so that you would have the great joy and privilege of going to be with God someday in heaven. If you'll believe on Christ today, you can claim this promise. Jesus said, Him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. God will be with you today. And then, may I ask every believer that is listening right now, you've joined us in this study, and what a glorious time we've had. There's both a comfort and a challenge to this truth, isn't there? The comfort is, no matter what I'm going through, God is with me. So let's pause right there and praise God. Let's rest in that and rejoice in that. The great challenge is that means the Lord sees all and knows all. 
and he wants you to know him more deeply, and he wants his presence to be manifested in your life. Are you living today consciously in the presence of God? Are you showing forth his presence every day? Are you living with, with eternal values? Are you living with eternity in view? Because God himself desires that. It is the greatest privilege of your life, and it is the great joy we have to look forward to in eternity. It is God himself. As we close our study of this tremendous theme, I'd like to invite you, wherever you are right now, to join me in a very simple prayer. Let's speak to God himself for a moment. Father, thank you for making a way that we could come to know you and be with you forever through the person and work of your Son, the Lord Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit opening this truth to us from the Word of God. Now, may every listener make very certain they know you as their Savior. And may all of us, by the grace of God, live every day with this truth of God with us in our hearts. Get us ready for that glorious family reunion being planned at your house where we will be with God himself forever. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. During busy seasons of life, it is important to be consciously aware of God's presence. In all seasons and in all circumstances, God has promised you his presence. Emmanuel is not simply a name, it is a promise. Be sure to visit enjoyingthejourney.org and sign up to receive Scott's weekly newsletter, Helping Your Joy, delivered each Thursday to your inbox. Your joy will be helped with short devotionals, ministry updates, and Scott's upcoming itinerary. Simply click on the subscribe link in the top right-hand corner. From Scott and all of us here at Enjoying the Journey, thank you for allowing us to be an encouragement to you.